They're trying to catch him riding dirty. <laughs> trying to catch Mike riding dirty. Trying to catch Mike riding dirty. Is that like he's taking the marinara sauce in the bathroom at Howie's and just scrawling epithets on the walls? I feel like there's so How much pent up, pent up rage coming from him that when he leaves that place, it's probably not going to exist anymore. Um, that, I, yeah, make only... a crime scene in the bathroom with the marinara sauce. That would be delightful. I can't because it's already been done. With humans stuff. <laughs> stuff? Uh... Human see. Stuff. Legal says I can't actually say what it was coated with. With with human stuffing. Oh, <laughs> that sounds even worse. <laughs> I'd rather you just said human semen. I, human no, stuffing. I was going to say <laughs> human human stuffing is the title of John's new autobiography. <laughs> he be stuffing. Oh Happy no! Thanksgiving. Ha <laughs> <laughs> oh, Get stuffed, Mick. Oh no. <laughs> Thanks, Killing Four. <laughs> Is that where Paul Hogan guest stars as uh, Crocodile Dundee? Oh my god. Rolling in, just cut people. That's not a knife. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's a chainsaw, bitch. <laughs> oh. Rewatched The Mummy this week. Ooh. Still amazing. So, how was Tom Cruise's performance on the second pass? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> We only stand the real mummy in this house. <laughs> that's a that's a good joke. Christopher question. Lee? Yes. I yeah, I agree. He was stellar. Exceptional in fact. Always. I really appreciated him as the mummy. No, of course. Brandon Fraser as the daddy. Brandon? True. Brendan? Brandon? Brin Brandon. Let's go, Brandon Fraser. <laughs> Let's fuck Brendan. <laughs> Legal? Yes. Facing litigation from Brandon Fraser. <laughs> Legal. He says you're talking shit. I feel like Brandon Fraser is the you know Kmart of the Fraser show. So instead of Fraser Crane, it's Brandon Fraser. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm prepared for that. <sighs> mm-hmm. Well, what a wonderful call-in show we have this evening. So we're going <laughs> to go to the lines here for our next caller. We have a Michael on Hello? the line. Hello, I can't actually hear you. My mute no, button that's... is on, but I don't know how to press it. That's a blessing. <laughs> Hello? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Well, how's everyone doing, I guess? Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> Man, we've ran out of that many bits. Yeah, Guys. we're s- starting over. I have a harrowing tale to tell. Yeah. Heroin? Heroing. Don't mind heroin. Do. Close. In this economy? Guys, this morning when I was leaving for work, a baby gecko ran in the door and I was running late. So I was like, you can stay. That's fine. I ran into the bedroom, woke Jonah up. I said, Jonah, there's a baby gecko. I got to go. And I get a text halfway through my shift that he caught the baby gecko. And then 20 minutes later, I got a message that said he'd lost the baby gecko. So we have a new roommate. Nice. Congratulations. Sound like some hijinks are in store. I hope it can pay rent. I hope in it can point save of you. fact, the uh, you don't have any roommate. The dogs have a new chew toy. <laughs> oh no! And also, oh no! <laughs> and also, did you know that it can save you a considerable <laughs> amount of money on your car insurance? We have named him Geico, um, but we haven't found him yet. <laughs> uh oh. 
So, what are, what's going to happen when you when you do find? Well, it's either I'll find it like today or tomorrow, and it'll be alive, or it won't, and that'll be very sad. And there's a metaphor in there for you liberals <laughs> out there. <laughs> Get insurance. <laughs> I don't know what the metaphor is. I can't even spell it. If you figure it out, <laughs> tell us in the comments. What? <laughs> Sorry, I thought I'd try some self-promotion, but, you know, we, we are not entirely on YouTube yet, but, oh, I forget, we're always on YouTube. Everything's ah, short fodder. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and speaking of being fodder for shorts, by the eternal, behold... behold. It's the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show! We're gonna have a great show I told tonight. you I gave up today. It's, it's, uh, uh, I'm, I'm yeah, not... Yeah, Michael said he was hosting tonight. What I said I would up. host the Zoom. I didn't say I would host the episode. Okay, well. What I made you I'll... give up this week, Shane? I'm the king uh, of awkward silences. We we don't want an entire Kevin Smith like episode of me telling everybody why I got thrown off the plane. Though I'm sure the download numbers would be delightful. But uh, I yeah, mean, we're, we can. I would like to hear that. Why did you get thrown off the metaphorical plane? I, I mean, it's a it's a metaphor. Fool, there's a metaphor in there somewhere. So I'm told. In any event, uh, we're happy to have you all here as per usual. Our apologies for Michael having cut the last twenty minutes out of the show. <laughs> And I know it's it's very unfortunate, he but legal so has much. decreed that there's nothing that it can actually stay on air based on my current conduct and the situation that I have with Arizona State and the statutes that we're wrestling with. But strike uh, it from the record, they said. Strike it all. Stricken. And so I've it been has stricken. been. Did you hear that noise? <laughs> That's lightning striking the beginning of the episode, deleting it permanently. <laughs> Indeed. So let it be written. So let it be done. And that, winks at camera for Michael, is <laughs> canon. <laughs> that stuff about, uh, you know, certain individuals you didn't want to be named, though, that's staying in. We're going to find yeah. a way to incorporate that. Oh, yeah. I mean, we played on loop. If my life was, if my life was easy, then how could I hate it? That's a very fair point. I like that. Psalms and, and 25.3. <laughs> and as Michael is so fond of saying, we're going to be hitting the slopes later. But uh, <laughs> what we usually do on this show is we like to dive into random esoteric nonsense. And in the course of explaining it to one another, we lie occasionally. That is the shtick. And it is delightful every single time. No exceptions. But what we've also been doing over the past few weeks is completely throwing that to the wind and forgetting who we are. And uh -huh. so we're going to roll the dice. We're going to hit the little, you know, pop thing on the trouble game. And Courtney's going to tell us whether or not we're going to be following the new format or the old format Ooh. with this evening's festivities for her final show. <laughs> Yeah, uh, legal fired me, um, and then legal quit. So I don't know what's that like. What's going on with that? Um, Strange coincidence. It's like Bruce yeah. Wayne and Batman are never in the same place at once. <laughs> hmm, curious. You know, I thought long and hard about did I want to make this new format, old format, um, and frankly, I'm just not creative enough for the new format. So we're going old school. Okay. Okay. There's many who would argue the old format was also not creative. Um, <laughs> looks at Michael. Also true, yes. Looks at myself. 
<laughs> he makes a point. <sighs> yeah, but I thought, what better time than to do a spooky episode <gasps> than as we kick off October. Gang, 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 gang. Because as we know, this is the prime time for the spooky bitches because they'd be out there on their bullshit again, so. <laughs> that me. <laughs> I'm the spooky bitch. Just here for the booze. <laughs> um, so I have five lies for you guys tonight. Ooh. I actually tried. I, I put five in there. I usually would have gone <gasps> well three. Well done. And as a reminder, for those of you who've never listened to the show before, we're not just going to leave you at that. She will tell you what the lies are at the end of the episode if we don't guess them. Probably. Uh-oh. That's Maybe. the idea. Um, but I did want to ask you guys, do you have any like fall traditions or like Halloween traditions? Usually seeking a hospital if it was bad enough. Um, I mean, minor basic bitch stuff. Like, I just like to watch more scary movies and play more scary games and just generally just be scared more than I usually am. In this no blumpkin spice for you? Uh, no, that's November. November, I get blumpkin spices. But that's no nut November. It can do both. I don't think that's possible. I haven't seen that setting on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me let me go down there and take another look. Oh, I see. Oh, no, so your fall festivities <laughs> involve a country blumpkin. Oh, no, that's way. a different podcast. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Listen to Country Brothers every week. <laughs> when they're not on on this network, whatever network this is. Yes, uh, we're a network. <laughs> Hell yeah! It's the Unfamous Friends Network. Um, well, to, again, I think I have to watch her. I mentioned this pre-roll. I got a copy of Hereditary super cheap today, but that's like a Halloween tradition now. I like to watch Hereditary around this time of year just because it's one of the scariest movies, in my opinion. Like, hits hits hard. It's hard, man. It's hard, dude. Makes me right cry every feels. time. How about you, Michael? What do you do for, for scary bitch season? I celebrate my birthday, but beyond that, I don't do much. <laughs> That's the scariest thing of all. <laughs> yeah, the fact that I made it another year on this earth. Uh, no, I honestly don't do anything else. Uh, I make an excuse to drink eggnog, and that's that's the extent of my In th- What? Ball. They started yeah, it- serving it. That's I already bought it. a Christmas thing, you weirdo. I'm drinking fucking pumpkin spice eggnog right now, and it is fantastic. Your breath will smell... <laughs> Terribly. Oh, I love eggnog. It's so good. You're a complicated person. <laughs> That's what my psychiatrist tells I me. Can't. <laughs> Before they quit on me. This is going to be great. This is going to be such a Paying good Paying them helps, Ooh. I find. Why is he dipping a piece of pineapple pizza into his eggnog right now? This is the weirdest thing I've I ever seen. I would never dilute the sanctity of eggnog with anything. <laughs> Just drink it straight. I don't even use brandy in it. It's good Christmas. It's <laughs> Christmas. <sighs> I love eggnog so much. <laughs> okay, let's talk about it, Bubba. Tell me. I can't wait to see you get right, married so anyways, to it next year. Good, good take news. It, take this it as is... you will. It's thick, creamy, uh, white liquid. So <laughs> <laughs> it's take corn. it as you will. Yeah. You're right, Michael. This is milk part two. <laughs> oh yeah. Have you brought your assets? <laughs> 
Okay, well, since you guys have terrible, not fun fall slash spooky traditions. You know us all personally. Have yeah, you ever heard the terms fun? That's, uh, like, and that's where you go wrong. You all, you never hope anything for me. Uh, miserable anything. bastards all. <laughs> like, there is no exception to this. I don't know why you expected anything different. Okay, we talked well. about calling ourselves the Miserable Bastards podcast, but we figured that was taken somewhere. That's so. the new format. <laughs> um, some suggestions for you. Every October we watch Over the Garden Wall. It's like 12 episodes. Ooh. It's animated. It's super cute. And it's so funny. And a little bit spooky. It's like the right amount of spooky for me. And Elijah Wood is the the, the main voice actor, right? Yeah, he plays Wirt. Yeah. I like that one. That's it's very, very, cute. very wholesome. Um, Always the Fall Spice Candles. Lots of those. Oh, I just got a bourbon vanilla or bourbon pumpkin candle today. Oh, <laughs> yeah. fancy. Basic bitch. Um, <laughs> and then <laughs> I have my pumpkin spice candle lit over there. So That's fucking right. I'm you with do. you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we every year we make a trip out of going and getting our first pumpkin spice latte of the season. And let me tell you, the new recipe is gross. So don't even bother. Dang. Where? Where? So. It's just anywhere, anywhere, Starbucks. anywhere that does always it. the Starbucks one. That one was bad. Don't do it. There, there used to be a brief haven, a sanctity for me, if you will, uh, and sanctuary over at the Dunkin' Donuts because they would have the pumpkin macchiato, Ooh. which had no spice, none at all. They didn't fuck it up with errant flavors. It was just this is the flavor of pumpkin with coffee. And I could run with that. But now, in the new Duncan branding, Uh-oh. it is now pumpkin spice for every one of their beverages. And the pumpkin macchiato is no more. And so I will be imprisoned for arson <laughs> once I start my spree of burning down Duncan locations. It does seem like there is a big heart. Yeah. Yeah. That was my favorite <laughs> coffee for quite some time. And, and what they, do you do when they take away your favorite coffee? That I'm gonna burn the fuckers yeah, to the ground. Yeah, you already said that. It was quite obvious. salt in the earth. Yeah, so it's called. It's a movie called Cleaver, um, and it's where Shane. How clever! Goes, yeah, <laughs> clever Cleaver. Cleaver, damn near killed her. That is usually the sound I make. <laughs> He just walks doing that. Just re, 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 re. It's like when you opened up the bottom of the aerosol canister in Jurassic Park. That sound. I hate that sound so much. Um, oh, that is a, a good, quick little segue making the Michael Meyer sound. I have re-downloaded Dead by Daylight. Let's see oh. if magic oh, can happen back twice. on the wagon. But keep this in mind. I downloaded it two days ago. I haven't played games since, so maybe it's like the anti-game for me. Maybe it's like going to break me free of playing video games. I the thought temptation. you were going to do the the love stories in yeah, the Dead the by Daylight sim. first. Oh, I'll see if that's on console and report back. If it is, I'll try it just for science. Uh, you need to do science. that as your first official Twitch stream. Ooh, there you go. Twitch stream. Oh my god, I do not have the confidence to be rejected that hard. <laughs> 
I'll tell well, Jordan he YouTube. can get on and give you a dollar. I'm not on YouTube <laughs> of my own free will, though. Like, it's not like I'm just... <laughs> That's a fair point. I'm not going out of my way to post these fucking shorts on YouTube. I just trigger, <laughs> tr- trigger Happy Michael over being like, huh, he sneezed and looked at the camera. Post. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good short. It's a good short. I giggle. Yeah. Michael oh, on YouTube seconds. is like a mom on Facebook. Where it's just like, oh, they did a thing. I'm going to post it. It it is nice to have a cheerleader. You know, like, it's nice that Michael's there being like, get him, champ. (laughs) Yeah, I have to say that was one of like the single greatest and worst moments of my life (laughs) is being the one who has to moderate the comments because Michael refuses and opening (laughs) one and seeing on a short where someone said, this is a highlight. And I was like, oh, fuck. of my life but anyways guys my topic that i prepared oh Um, yeah that that, that little thing (laughs) that you know um so when i was a kid i was only allowed to trick-or-treat once um after that obviously we did what jesus would do and we went to the harvest festival at our church every year oh check thought you're gonna say bleed and die uh no actually i have a few more years (laughs) before i'm scheduled for that but thank you gosh um because obviously like halloween is like super satanic we can't can't do that so i decided to do an episode on the history of halloween Ooh, okay yeah and um some of the traditions and where they come from i think this is so cool and i also hate american culture for bastardizing everything (laughs) It's what we do best, baby. Co-opting. So, tell me about the Morrigan. Here we go. Um, so it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> it was a dark and stormy night. <laughs> if it doesn't start with that, I'm leaving the call. Shade just said it, so we're good. It we're was in. a dark and stormy Daniels, <laughs> the night that Trump fuck came to town. <laughs> I like where this is going. <laughs> You're gonna need to take your own panties off. I can't get them with these baby hands. <laughs> uh, it's like having a hand made with pinkies. Um, <laughs> my fingers are tiny peaks in blanket. Well, at least he sounds kind of how I see him in my head now. Uh, yes, just German Trump from this movie. Like forward. the three little pigs from Shrek. Yes. <laughs> Comically evil. Um. <laughs> um, so I had never really put much thought into this until we started watching Outlander. I don't, you probably, it's romance, fantasy. Ass. Yeah, you guys. I've, I've seen many wonderful knitting patterns based on the show. There you go. Okay, great. <laughs> um, but the first episode of that show, which is set in Scotland, talks about um, Sawin, which is a Celtic religious ceremony slash holiday. And that's kind of what like got me on this train because they're essentially we're talking about like, oh, yeah, it's like October 31st and then ghosts. And I was like, wait a minute. This is all connected. It goes all the way to the top. <laughs> so... The religious ceremony slash festival, like I said, it goes from October 31st to November 1st, um, and it marks the beginning of the dark half of the year. Um, during this night, it's believed that the veil between the living and the dead is thinned, which allows spirits to frolic on both planes, and it also allows druids to cross over and intermingle with the dead, which is, like, so spooky. Uh, terrible. 
<laughs> I, well, listen, necromancy is pretty fancy when you're inclined. <laughs> um, early Celtic texts suggest that Samhain was a three-day and three-night celebration that required people to present themselves to the local king or ruler, lest they be punished by the gods through illness or death. But Ireland took it even further and basically wrote into their law that if you used a weapon or committed a crime during Samhain, uh, you'd be murdered. So you'd be joining the spirits on the other side of the veil. Is that true? Oh. Yeah. That's pretty is intense. It, is it Samhain or is it, why, why am I, where does, where's Sam Hain? What, what is that's, that? That's, that's how it's pronounced. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, Halloween ruined it. The film Halloween ruined it for everybody. Well, technically, it Got was it. Halloween 2 where they say, Sam Hain! <laughs> yes. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, cool. I was like, it's like I feel like you're, it's so close. Either, yeah, okay. Yes. No, if I hadn't looked it up, you would have heard me say it wrong the whole time. Oh, there's a lovely Ghost Adventures episode that would, of course, corrected you on that. I will send it your way. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, good. Now I won't sleep tonight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, so since the veil is thin, people would prepare offerings um, that would be left outside of villages and fields to appease the spirits. Um, some of those spirits include questing beasts, which are specific to um, Celtic lore, and then also fairies. Fairies are like a very big problem um, over there. 10 out of 10 do not recommend. Um, in fact, the reason that people started dressing up for Halloween, um, was so that they wouldn't be kidnapped by fairies because apparently they're really dumb. So if you dressed up as a monster or as an animal, they wouldn't kidnap you. Is that bullshit? I always thought fairies were like sly tricksters and all that. Kidnapping is pretty sly in my opinion, Michael. Yeah, Mm. but they're easily confuzzled by costumes and all that. That no, that is in point of fact why people initially started dressing up as they were attempting to avoid being taken by spirits into hell. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Nerd. <laughs> Apparently, I'm not because I don't know that little tidbit. So, so we're we're try uh, sort of a uh, twice crossed over here insofar as I am Irish, obviously, uh-huh. and as several of us on the call are, and uh, secondarily, uh, I have learned a lot of lessons about this. So. I, it will be interesting to see what I don't catch here to prove my idiocy. I'm looking forward to it. Kind of like you and I watching the new Dahmer series and knowing what's uh, added and what's left out. Yes, which I have not watched it yet, but I'm looking it's, forward to it. It's pretty rough and, and good so far, but it's it's hard to say that. It's like, it's really, really rough, but it's really well done. You're going to like the ride. Easy. <laughs> You're going to like the way you look after I drill a hole in your skull. I guarantee it. And that was when that was when the cannibalism started. <gasps> what was that? Uh- <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of some pretty creepy monsters, um, there's actually quite a few that are associated with Sawin, um, including this shapeshifter Puka, which I believe there's also a movie about Puka, but I don't think it's based on the lore. I think it's separate. I think it's like a what puppet about- movie. What about the shells? Oh, from your last beach vacation, they might be haunted. You need to throw those out. (laughs) Ah! Um, That being entity nightmare um, receives the harvest offering. So the things I mentioned earlier that are like, actually, the puka is what lives on John's patio, I'm pretty sure. But it accepts. (laughs) I believe it. 
it accepts the offerings and then um, depending on if it liked your offering, you will either have good or bad fortune going forward. So it was really important to make sure that you appease the puka. Bribery. <laughs> well, it's kind of like, you know, I don't know, but maybe, you know, trick or treating like the lady down the street who gives out raisins, like same deal. Like she's going to get pranked. It's a bad time. Raisins are delicious. I won't hear anything to the contrary. Yuck. I say that knowing full well Melissa will slap me in the face when she hears that. Uh-oh. Slap him twice. For good measure? I turn the other cheek. <laughs> I Present roll for a cheek. 20. <laughs> <laughs> and then I spread those cheeks. Uh-oh. I roll again for a 20. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna attack him? <laughs> roll charisma. Uh... <laughs> it's a natural zero. Oh no they don't even have that on the dice but somehow you managed to roll it I don't i've understand. manifested it <laughs> it's when you roll the dice and it just explodes <laughs> Poof. gone to atoms cool uh the next one is uh lady gwyn um she's a a woman that basically runs around in all white and she is accompanied by a black goat and she chased away um, essentially people who are out wandering at night where there, she's like, nope, you're supposed to be inside the spirit time. Um, and she kicks him to the curb. Black uh, Philip is a lovely king. <laughs> that's what it made me think of too, actually. I was like, oh, that's and weird. That's- that's why I have to ask, is that bullshit? Yeah, it's bullshit. Haha, <laughs> it I was <laughs> like, you said Gwen, and I immediately thought Spider-Gwen, and because I'm, <laughs> a, I'm a nerd. That has nothing to do with it. Oh, um, well, no, so know. she's accompanied by a black pig, actually. Um, so I thought black goat was a really nice, easy nod to the witch. And then the last one, uh, lest we forget, is the Dullahan. Uh, which sometimes appears as an imp, but mostly appears as a headless man who is holding his own head while riding on a horse with flaming eyes. Welcome to Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> that one might sound familiar. Um, he's also said to be an omen of death, so probably just don't encounter him if you can. Um, during Samhain, a traditional meal would be served called Dumb Supper. I couldn't find why it was called Dumb Supper. But Michael, honestly- do you know why? <laughs> I am pretty dumb, but I don't know anything about a Dumb Supper. Oh, isn't that like when you go and pick up your order at Howie's? That's how yeah. I feel if I were to, yeah. Well, it's it's an Irish tradition, which means that you're just so goddamn drunk at the beginning of the meal that you can't actually articulate what you're eating and why. Isn't yeah. that every meal? Oh. <laughs> I mean, that yeah. kind of makes sense because during this tradition, it's a meal shared between the living and the dead. Um, so they are talking to people who aren't there. So the alcohol kind of makes sense. Just trying to figure out if this is a wedding or a wake. <laughs> Why not both? <sighs> Make it both. Um, and it is said that over this meal, they actually discuss the year's events with the ancestors, which is just a whole Catching to up do. grandma. Because after that, then the children play games to keep the dead entertained. Again, I don't like this. This is not good for me. Why? You don't want the dead to be entertained? I feel like, By you know, children? They're... All right, kids, strip <laughs> poker. Here we go. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Are you not entertained? 
Now fight to the death. Ugh. And also during this time, you would leave all your doors and windows open because you had made special cakes for the dead to enjoy and they need a way to get into your house. Oh, yeah, of course. So Can't go through the chimney. They're not Santa. Obviously. What about the leprechaun? <laughs> that's that's the other side of the year. We don't need to worry about those. Oh, no. What do you mean the film leprechaun? <laughs> leprechaun 5 into hood. No, you live you. Warwick Top. Davis out of this. <laughs> Call back to Hogwarts? Uh, <laughs> we ain't low. So obviously at the time, Celtic people, they're doing their thing. They have their celebration. So in typical Christian fashion, the church was like not here for it. Um, so in the fifth century, Pope Boniface was like, hey, guys, cool idea. Like, what if we stopped doing your holiday and we started doing this cool new holiday that's actually in May? And it's actually about Christian martyrs because they don't get enough like attention he said but pastor but authority (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's why uh boniface Boniface, how about you listen here uh fucking padre boner face (laughs) listen we all love a good blowy from time to time but how about you shut your fucking mouth for a minute just let us enjoy our goddamn festivities if only they ever listened if only they ever listened yeah So obviously, like, they were like, nah, dude, like, we're still having our thing. Like, you can go to your weird thing in May, but that has nothing to do with us. How dare you, how dare you tell me to go a fuck on myself? (laughs) (laughs) And then, um, of course, again, like, they're going to try this bullshit one more time. So then in the ninth century, Pope Gregory was like, look, guys, okay, I get it. You like your festival. There's a lot of fire involved. I don't want to get on your bad side. So we can definitely keep your spooky holiday, October 31st to November 1st, but then we're just going to tack on on November 2nd, and we're going to have All Saints Day and All oh, Souls Day. Yeah. So we're going to still get in here, but you can keep your thing. And everyone was they're, like, we're not paying attention to what you're doing anyway. <laughs> you're so still they're here? responsible for the Boondock Saints sequel that nobody wanted. Yeah, <laughs> the, one that, the one that like four people asked for and five people liked. Uh, so naturally, that gets tacked onto the end. Nobody cares. They're just like, we're having Samhain and you're not stopping us. Um, obviously, the goal was to either replace Samhain with a church-sanctioned holiday or to try to convert people to this new holiday after they had their celebration. Um, and it got to the point, of course, where the church was so desperate to get people to join them that they just started stealing all of the traditions from Samhain and using them as part of their party. So they would do big bonfires, they'd have parades, and then they would dress up, but only as saints, devils, and angels. So very creative on the part of the church as we know them to do. Michael seems to be somewhat incredulous about this. Oh, I'm just trying to picture what they dressed up. Oh, oh, what saint are you? Well, I'm this saint. Oh, well, I'm this saint. And they're but all dressed the same right. fucking dress. It's like I'm Saint Boniface. <laughs> Which one? The third or the fourth or the tenth? In the real world, it's like counting how many Jedis you see walking down the street on ha- Halloween. Yeah. That's all what the same I was Jedi kind of picturing, garb. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, fortunately, neither All Souls Day nor, as I t- coined it, May Martyr Mayhem 
would replace what would soon be called Hallow's Eve. May uh, what- martyr mayhem. <laughs> kind of what, if they if they rebranded and introduced that holiday this year or next year. I feel I like it's it. been long overdue for them to get a facelift with their PR. You know? Yeah, May Martyr Mayhem. <laughs> I, buddy I, I Christ. <laughs> I think Buddy. I think Buddy Christ is the strongest play, and I think Kevin Smith got it right. <sighs> so mark your calendars, guys. It's coming. It's like March Madness, but it's way better. Uh, we're gonna rank all our favorite popes. They're gonna battle. It's gonna be great. Popes. And then whoever dies is like the number one martyr, so it works. It makes sense. Yeah, so it's now- win-win. You either progress up the chain or you become a martyr again. It's it's perfect. It's like the so Hunger what- Games, but at the Vatican. Is the boss fight you gotta kill Christ again? or uh, The boss fight is you becoming God by destroying become God. It's like Pokemon Master. You gotta fight the old Christ to become the new yeah, Christ. Yeah, you become the Pope gym leader. <laughs> oh, so it's <laughs> oh bloodborne all over what if, again. What if that is the Catholic Church? What if- <laughs> I challenge the Pope to a duel for the title of Pope. <laughs> but they're both just pointing their fingers at each other, do the Palpatine, just but making the noises with their mouths. <laughs> God will smite you. No, he'll smite you. <laughs> Unlimited power! NAS started 30 minutes ago. <laughs> it also just it makes me envision the Pope trying to get up off the couch like, I'm, Anakin, I'm too weak. <laughs> Please help. Do it. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you got a bunch of dingleberries hanging on you here, Pope Pius, and wipe them out. All of them. <laughs> you can't walk outside without your pants on, Pope Pius. It's not legal. I will make it legal. Well, he made it legal in his mind, so it was okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is <Declassified>. legal. <laughs> Uh, so obviously these pagan traditions would eventually be brought to America around the 19th century by Irish immigrants, laying the groundwork for the holiday as we know it today. Um, but of course things change and so we're going to get in more into the different, um, traditions and where they come from. But what I found really interesting was in the 1980s, um, people who practice Wicca actually tried to like bring back some of the old traditions of Samhain. Um, including communing with the dead and setting a lot of fires. So they Ooh. think they succeeded. That's pretty close. Also, Pumpkin spice candles. That. Shane, I'm very, very proud of you for resisting the urge to make the joke after she said Wicca and then turn it back to not use your usual Wicca Wicca joke. Uh, so I'm very proud of you for not using it this time. Well, Wild Wild for West. The fact Jim that West. you explained Desperado. the whole thing, it kind of defeats the purpose of him not doing it in the first place. I've watched Adult Swim. <laughs> I know how comedy works. And technically, it's <laughs> sick of sick of Slim Shady. Now we're winding back. Shane's got the booty. I... Yeah, he do. <laughs> yeah, we heard enough about that last week, I think. I think we're good on that for a little while. <laughs> Excuse you? <laughs> I disagree. I can't think of Hershey's syrup ever again. <laughs> Not with that attitude. <laughs> Open your mind to new possibilities. No, that's okay. Augustus, please. <laughs> <sighs> uh, 
I am free for children's parties, by the way. <laughs> if you do need that chocolate waterfall, you I am what? available Actually, for booking. I have booking. a Halloween party I'd love to book you for. Oh, my okay. God. Done. You're going to need at least 14 bottles per hour. <laughs> I can try to recycle as much as possible, but occasionally there is some slippage and spillage. Does that come with the s'more station, or is that separate? It comes any way I want to. Okay, great. Depends on the day. Um... <laughs> So as I mentioned, I have very little experience with trick-or-treating, um, but my assumption is that the gist is simple enough. You go door-to-door -door and you threaten people until they give you candy. Come on out on and face me, you yeah. fucking coward. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're in there! Candy! Give me all your best unused razor blades. <laughs> um, and then if they don't give you candy apparently that's like licensed to like prank them or like cover their house in toilet paper according to the internet so or eggs. actually true or both eggs that sounds evil michael why would you do that i'm just repeating what other people have said so. when he runs out of shaving cream the <laughs> eggs are next mm -hmm. so the history behind trick-or-treating um, comes from the irish and the scottish um the irish call it mumming um, to participate, you have to dress up, and then you go door-to-door -door singing songs to the dead, which honestly could be worse than threatening people, depending on who's singing. Um, the bones are their dollars. <laughs> so are the worms. Uh, once the haunted carolers have finished harassing the dead and the homeowner, um, they're then gifted cakes, which I assume are the same cakes that were meant for the dead earlier, so it just doesn't seem like a good idea. Well, you gotta set aside your cakes for the dead and your cakes for the living. It's it's like, I thought it was standard practice that when you take the cakes out, you gotta sort them one way or another. Well, one, you don't want to double dip, you know? You don't want to give a cake meant for a dead person to a live person, and vice versa. You I know, thought that it was makes a, a lot of sense, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. understand now, Well, Thank unless you. it's a quantum cake. If it's a quantum cake, it's fine. Well, you just don't know until you hand it to someone. Well, is it a metaphysical cake, or is it an actual cake? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're, he talked quantum. We're not talking metaphysics, because that's an entirely separate domain to talk about. I would know. I'm a philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> the question becomes, how do you differentiate the dead cakes from the living cakes? You well, smell different. Exactly. <laughs> One smells like arsenic and one smells like razor blades. Take your No, pick. one smells like arsenic. The other smells like old lace. One says nothing. One yells, hey. <laughs> <laughs> this tastes stale. Oh, it's a dead cake. <laughs> Do not eat. Dead cake. <laughs> dead inside. Yeah, dead cake inside. <laughs> what is how, What is the... Uh, the funny, like, how you can read it differently, like, if you actually read it left to right. Don't. Don't, don't dead, dead open, open inside. Here. Yeah, don't dead <laughs> open inside. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm not sorry. But I'm sorry. Go. Huh? But he's not sorry. But he's sorry. sorry. But he's not sorry. But he's sorry. Which one's the dead cake again? <laughs> <laughs> She's back on the cakes. <laughs> She's back on the cakes again. And why is she farting on them? Special seasoning. I did not know you were Brazilian. Um, 
Lobster fonts. Lobster fonts. <laughs> you know, I almost did a part two of that episode when I was writing this, and I was like, you know what? Can't do it. Can't top it. No lobster farts. Oh, you could still get there, I'm sure. <laughs> Everything comes down to lobster farts. The end so of the they day. say. Amen. Uh, pranks were also commonplace during the original Samhain, um, but these tricks were usually blamed on fairies and not human children. So next time you're arrested, just let them know the fairies did it. It wasn't you. Can't say that in this country. Someone's going to get hurt. <laughs> it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> Going down a dark road there. <laughs> Depending upon the police officer you get, one might agree with you. Oh, uh, uh, even worse. Yeah, I didn't think about that. All right, moving on. <laughs> so, bobbing for apples, right? So fun. Fun mm. pre-COVID game. Now, just really gross. Was gross before, <laughs> but now it's like extra gross. Yes. Um, is thought to be inspired by Pomona, the Roman goddess of fruit and trees. And you're thinking, we've not talked about anything to do with Rome. This doesn't make sense. Well, the Romans were also like, cool, like, did you see the Christians are, like, over there trying to, like, co-op that holiday? We also want to co-op that holiday. Um, and right. the way they tried to do that was mixing in two other holidays into Samhain, um, the first one being uh, Feralia, which is a commemoration of the passing of the dead. And then the other holiday honored Pomona, um, like I said, the goddess of fruit and trees. Um, and they believe that this is why they have bobbing for apples, because she was represented by an apple in lore. Oh, I thought we were going to stay on the dead cake saga and have a Pomona loaf. <laughs> Uh, the next tradition we'll talk about is fortune-telling and Ouija boards. Um, <gasps> those are both directly correlated to traditions that were started by druids. Um, if you don't know what a druid is, they were also um, Celtic priests who would be able to more accurately tell fortunes during Samhain, thanks to the thinning of the veil and the spirits moving through it. Are you going to talk more about Ouija boards? Because as far as I know, they're just a toy made by... I think Hasbro or Mattel or something like that? Or is there actual history behind it? Somebody has not listened to the last podcast on the left episode on Ouija, and you probably should. You actually should. You should listen to that show in general. <laughs> I should listen to a lot of things, and I disappoint yes, everyone that tells me things like There is that. a rich and beautiful history involving planchettes and the oh, various well, assortments of them, and that yes, lends to the Ouija. That's that's fair. Planchette boards and all that other stuff is a lot older than board game companies. So yes, fair. the old spirit board. Yeah, <laughs> fair point. Uh, to wicka answer your wicka. question, Michael, no, I didn't. I don't go further into it. I think there could be a really fun episode of like Ouija tarot and like astrology, but it's more research than I am willing uh, to do at this time. <laughs> I have to do that then. I mean, it's pretty interesting stuff. I really do enjoy reading about it, but then talking about it, I don't feel like I can explain it well enough. But anyways. Oh, I can't, but that doesn't stop me from trying. <laughs> we know. <laughs> See all of my episodes. All of them. I never know what I'm doing. 
Anyway, continue. Uh, the predictions that were made during Samhain were really important to the people, um, especially because they were moving into the dark part of the year. So these predictions would give them hope to get them through the end of the year um, and then back into the nice sun times. Um, there was also... <laughs> You know, like when you're reading and your brain just like, we're going to keep saying words. Yeah, that's Often, what just happened. Yes, that's I'm very familiar. Uh-huh. Every every moment of my life. Sometimes. The nice sometimes. Um, like the sometimes. Now, this honestly, we're getting into my favorite part because some of the stuff that people have come up with, um, specifically in the hopes of finding love, is just hilarious to me. Uh, one Reoccurring of those- theme here. <laughs> what really is, those... is sorry <laughs> sorry get excited one of the we know <laughs> traditions um included young women throwing apple peels over their shoulders and then turning around to hopefully either see their husband's face their future husband's face or his initials written in the apple peels that is not a lie <laughs> that is a real thing that people did um, I believe it. Anyway, I mean it's most—it's not the most desperate thing I've heard of. Oh, it gets worse. What is, what is the most desperate thing you've heard of? I don't know. It sounds like <laughs> it would be a lot worse than the apple peels. <laughs> Sitting Walking and staring in. and looking for people's eyes. <laughs> Strolling up to random strangers and licking the side of their face. <laughs> Signing up for pretty girls' petitions so you don't have to tell them no. Or you know. <laughs> Giving someone two thousand or twenty thousand dollars, you know, to uh, speedline their Tinder profile or whatever it is. So, yeah, or dating anybody from Florida, or dating anyone from Florida, or having the right stuff <laughs> from Florida. <laughs> and that, my ex that didn't land with Michael, but that's okay. No, um, it's fine. In the 18th century, Ireland. Um, cooks might even hide a ring in mashed potatoes that somebody was eating, um, hoping that their true love would hopefully, maybe, marry them if they didn't choke to death um, on the ring hidden in their mashed potatoes. Really? Is just, that bullshit? No, that was true. It was like, yeah, some frisky Irish cook was like, I'm going to hide a ring in this food and then hope that somebody gets engaged in the next year. And it's like. That's creepy, and I don't like it. Because I almost said that's bullshit because they had no potatoes in the 1800s. <laughs> that's the one time I would let a potato famine joke go. <laughs> I appreciate the historical representation. Well played. Oh, millions of people thought it was terrible. Well, Michael, you're not going to love to hear that, like, the tradition of pumpkin carving actually started with potatoes. Oh, no. (laughs) Really? Why did they do that to the poor pugs? (gasps) My babies! (laughs) Oh, no! Uh, <laughs> Courtney knows that sound. That's what they all. That's all. That's pugs. what they all say. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, physical contaminants in the food. Love that. Um. In Scotland, girls were told to name hazelnuts. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Shave. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so they were told to. <laughs> 
grab a handful of hazelnuts for however many suitors they have. Ooh. They're going to name <laughs> each hazelnut the name of the suitors, right? So we've got a <laughs> handful. <body> Michael. <laughs> No. <laughs> I thought Sorry. part of the joys of finding love in Scotland was making a hazelnut, but <laughs> <laughs> known plenty of la- lovely ladies named Hazel myself. Uh, we we have fun here. Uh. It's a kilt lifter, that one. <laughs> You're going to take your nuts. You're going to throw them into the fire. Oh, God. Oh, no. John's been doing it for years. They haven't fallen off yet. <laughs> uh, just spider manning into the flame. Oh, <laughs> thwap, thwap. Oh, no. Gonna miss you, kid. Uh, <laughs> spider fap, spider fap. <laughs> Whichever hazelnut turns to ash is your true love. Because some of them will pop and sputter and explode, but the one that turns to ash, that's your true love. I also read the inverse that the one that turns to ash is actually your worst match. So honestly, it's right 100% of the time, 50% of the time. Good odds. There you go. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like them. So you're saying I have a chance. But prepare yourselves for this next sentence, guys. Ready. Girls could also eat nut-containing sweets before bed to dream about their future husbands. I don't see why that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't. I couldn't hold it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Not the first time you've said that. Oh, I'm sorry it never happens like this. I, I promise. I promise. <sighs> It was the alcohol, I, I swear, I swear. The sun was in my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Talking about the, the women nut containing sweets? Nut. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Or you're just standing by their pillow, just, you know, waiting for your I'm opportunity. Sorry. I can't let that now go. My I, don't, I, think, I think I wouldn't be able to continue... Having fun if someone while having sex told me to give me that sweet nut. <laughs> I, think I'd, I think I'd be done. <laughs> I'm just like, yep, well, there it goes. I'm done. It's, <laughs> no, it's possible. It was a pleasure. <laughs> just, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> there are diabetics everywhere that can attest to this fact. <laughs> give me the sugar pops, daddy. Come Stop on. Not too much. I, I'd have to take some insulin. If you, if you don't finish, you're being intolerant to diabetic people. Uh, oh, <laughs> Otherwise, if it's not with any sugar, it's a grape nut. Oh, God. I'm so, I'm so sugar sorry, free. God. I'm Local sorry. Diet. I'm sorry. Sorry, Courtney. Sorry, God. <laughs> oh. In case anybody needed some other ways to divide the future, I've got two more. Okay, okay. Um, Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah, that that'll do it. Um, there were some who believed if you put a an egg yolk in a bowl of water, um, you could tell the future. 
didn't give more detail than that, but you just look <laughs> at it and it's in the bowl of water. And obviously then you know things. I've never tried it. So it probably does work. I just haven't experienced it. Bet you won't try it. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Stay tuned I mean, we for have... the after dark. <laughs> We've seen what happens when you open an egg under the water. We have. There's many marvelous videos of that, which are delightful. Check it out right now. And the last one, of course, this one's a classic. Um, you stand in a dark room. You hold a candle. Uh, you stare into a mirror and hope that your soulmate's face pops up. I would be absolutely terrified if yeah. that happened. Yeah. Yeah. How many times do I say Bloody Mary again? <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. Only once. Yeah. Candy pants, candy pants, candy pants. <laughs> Um, so in the 1800s, Americans moved away from hanging out with their ghost family members and tried to make the holiday more about their living communities. Um, hence the rise of the Halloween party as we know it today. Parents were encouraged by the media at the time to remove frightening and grotesque subject matter from Halloween traditions. And as a result, the superstitious aspects and religious traditions uh, were lost by the 20th century. Which is really Ooh. sad. I think there was like a lot of really fun stuff there. But um, also in my research, I came across a lot of fun facts. Um, so I'm just, I made a little fun fact list because <gasps> why not? Yay. This is what you can tell all your friends later. It'll be great. Oh, I'm going to be talking about the sugar nuts. <laughs> and sweet, how. sweet nut. Classic. Um, so Americans are estimated to spend about $6 billion a year on Halloween. Yeah, billion with a B. I believe it. Wait, I don't know if I... Uh, <laughs> Do I believe it? <laughs> I believe it. No. You know what? I, know. I have a doubt. Is that true? Is it $6 that billion? Is, that is a true doubt. statement. Oh, According I, I to he... history.com. <laughs> Uh, it's like also considering the uh, gluttony of this country, how you just, could ever call that into question when food's involved. I was thinking about like yeah. haunted houses and stuff too. That has to apply. Yes, and it gets worse because four hundred and ninety million of that is for pet costumes. Oh, you unsaintly bastard! And about fifty thousand is my mom. <laughs> can I say bullshit on that? Because I feel like it should be higher. No, what? that is accurate as of two thousand nineteen. Mm. I've already seen ads for pet costumes popping up everywhere. I can't go through a year without my mom bringing some over for our dogs. And I'm like, they don't need clothes. They like being naked. They're dogs. That's their yeah. thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, one quarter of all candy sold annually in the U.S. is for Halloween, uh, with the number one holiday being Valentine's Day. Reasonable. Yeah. Um, and then two more superstitions that I found very interesting. Um, mostly because and one or just... two regular stitions. Yeah, regular stitions. They're kind of they're okay, but they're not great. You kind of believe in them, but they're not like <laughs> anything you should do anything about. They're like, yeah, you know. Do any of you know why crossing paths with a black cat is bad luck? No. Can't say that I do. Shane, father of cats. Any guesses? I love black cats. First of his name. I'll cross paths with them all the time. <laughs> I just pick them up and cuddle them. As you should. You can't cross a path if you pick it up. <laughs> okay. Um, 
in the Middle Ages, it was believed that black cats were just witches in disguise. Um, and you Transformers. Don't- <laughs> Literally. Oh, then meets the eye. Uh, so you don't want to cross a witch, obviously. Um, so avoid black cats. Man, there are many Wiccan folk out there that are going to be very upset if they're not crossed. <laughs> and in addition to that, uh, black cats are usually, and this is not in my script, but I just know this fact, are the least likely to get adopted. Hmm. Still, to yeah. this day, black cats don't what get adopted so as much as other cats. A lot of sad things about black cats. Very, very depressing. Okay. Well, it happens a lot. Like, they get uh, routinely euthanized a lot yeah, let's more. Let's not they share get, this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Sorry, not crying on this podcast yeah. again. Jeez, Michael. Not now, not well, never. Uh, she started it! And he's going to finish it. You better pray to God, son. (sighs) Um, And then the next one is walking under a ladder. I'm sure everybody's heard of this one. Oh, yeah. Anybody know why that's, like, frowned upon? Going to get paint on you. Because it'll (laughs) close and... No, I don't. stuck. So, according to my sources, it is supposedly due to ancient Egyptians believing that triangles are sacred. So going through the middle of one is like bad luck. Don't do it. But really, that's what my source said. Um, Honestly, it's just a best safety practice. So continue about your merry way. Honestly, ladders make bad pants. (laughs) Very true. Yeah, very true. Hmm. Um, So I I had like what I felt like was a really great um, closing sentence to this episode. And then Jonah had to go and ruin it for me. Uh, So what I was going to say was, um, this could be a whole episode, but I'll leave it at this. Nobody is putting drugs in your kid's candy. They're too expensive, and it's a waste of perfectly good drugs. Okay. So then Jonah goes, have you seen the new fentanyl? And I was like, no, Jonah, I have not seen the new fentanyl. That is not in my Google searches. I don't they spend made my them day. rainbow colored. Did you oh see Oh my them? goodness! I it did. looks like candy. What, what and so- <laughs> okay, yeah. Still, like you said, <laughs> way too expensive to be giving them out to kids. <laughs> um, but I also think, like, if anybody hasn't read up on the hysteria over the years of all of the things people think or have said they found in their kids' candy that was still sealed and wrapped somehow. Or razor blades and apples. Um, definitely go check it out. It's very entertaining. Uh, last year, the big thing was THC candies being given to kids. Which, again, I do remember that. Who can afford that? that. Yeah, <laughs> not I. Gummies aren't. Gummies are not expensive, but they ain't that cheap. I ain't giving those away. I. I mean, I also agree. I'm not giving them giving them away, but yeah. That's so wild. Right. The multicolored fentanyl, that's terrifying. Thanks, uh, Jonah, you fucking asshole. So they found Because Jonah it, invented it. The one that he showed me, the article from it, was in a Lego box. And it was sealed in Jesus. there because they are almost the same color as Legos. Not quite. But they were brightly colored and they put them in the Lego box and that's how they got smuggled. And only do legal drugs, kids. Yeah. You don't trust your source, get it tested, always have Narcan, et cetera, et cetera. What? 
Thanks, Uncle Mike. I feel like it would be good practice to just state that for the record. Test your drugs if you don't trust the source and then always have Narcan with you. Or just don't do drugs. Yeah, obviously. It's worked for me. (laughs) Look, Shane turned out fine. I'm not suppressing rage and shaking like a dog shitting peach seeds every moment of the day. I'm fine. I'm well adjusted. This is great. This has always been great. I'm not white knuckling my way through middle age and just hoping I die faster. <laughs> Come on, die, <laughs> die, Why? just die already. Why won't you die? <laughs> Wake up uh, another day of being alive again. <sighs> Next week, I'm going to start going through the gambit Bill Murray did in Groundhog Day and see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Don't drive angry. <laughs> That is a good Nicolas Cage movie, by the way. <laughs> Groundhog Day? No, Drive Angry. <laughs> what? That is a movie. It's called Gone in 60 Seconds, you ignorant fuck. <laughs> no, oh. there's another movie called Drive Angry. I know. And it was made I'm just, in 3D. Be, just trying to be funny for once. No, <laughs> oh, I wow. refuse to be funny. Wow, it looks like I can't make your wedding. Wow. <laughs> I haven't fine, even ordered my tux. <laughs> Joke's on you. Uh, actually, jokes on you. They don't let me in the men's warehouse anymore. I, it's a long story, but uh, I'm afraid you're. It just, turns uh, out online. You're gonna very no, easy. You're just gonna get me for uh, what I choose to wear. All you need <laughs> to know about fair. the story on why Shane's not allowed back is because he did not, in fact, like the way he looked. Nope. Uh, so they failed to meet guarantees, and this is what happens when you fail And Mango to meet. Chainsaw is actually how I resolve problems, and not just one of my favorite liquid death flavors. <laughs> Mango Chainsaw is your character name for, what is it, Martyr May, or May Martyr Mayhem? <laughs> Mar- yeah. May Martyr Mayhem, yes. <laughs> Mango Chainsaw, the May Martyr Mayhem. God help you. <laughs> it's also my new wrestling name. The power of Christ compels him. <laughs> uh, so that's all I have for you guys today. I think you got one lie. Which yeah. Shane Shane walked in like you know strutting his stuff and like I know all these fucking things. And then no, what Shane walked in was saying I am looking forward to being proven what a dunce I am. Ah, if you had been right. paying attention, he but I know I can't expect that. that. Well, I you got to you got to meet that. me where I'm at. You know, yeah, we just got to meet each late. other where we're at. <laughs> Eat them in the middle. Uh, my favorite middle. part about this episode is I threw in an additional lie off the cuff, and Michael still just ate it up. Um, pumpkin carving did not start from potatoes, Michael. It was turnips. Oh, yeah, you, yeah, oh I'm sorry. Idiot. I forgot the history of turnips from my episode, <laughs> The History of Turnips. Sounds right. like well, something. Right. Michael, Turn I told you what? that Turnip Boy commits tax fraud. I already told you about this. You did hint at this. You are right. I'm sorry. But and where? also, they didn't have potatoes <laughs> in eighteen in the 1800s in Ireland. So you are right. I should have known that. But where's the Morrigan? <laughs> That's what I'm asking. Okay. So, did you have any other stabs, guys? No. The Druids ain't nope. trying to date the spirits. I have a sweet nut. Oh. But- <laughs> No. Oh. That was to Shane, not to John. <laughs> oh. A sweet nut, you say. <laughs> Go on. Color <laughs> me intrigued. Actually, Shane's onto something. Um, I did say that druids 
can cross over in like intermix for that one night. That's not a thing. That's unfounded. I made that up. Hoorah! I was like, is that Coco or something like that? It sounded yes. a lot like so Coco. So that is loosely based off of the movie Coco, uh, where they take the spirit bridge to the land of the something. dead. Yeah. Um, I told you that one of the spirits that like ran around during um this time was the questing beasts. Those are a real Celtic mythical creature, but they were not listed in any of the materials that I read. But the fairies were. They were running around. Was there any banshee discussion in what you were looking at? You know, it's, I actually – so the source that I used for the um, the questing beast did mention banshees, and I considered putting that in, but that felt like it could potentially in certain lore actually – be part of tradition so i didn't want to add that in that's fair you didn't want it to leave it vague where it could have been a lie depending on or it could have been true depending on the sources right i appreciate that yeah but that is one of my favorite superstitions (laughs) you do not want to hear a banshee wailing or you will be dead which uh the film darby o'gill and the little people absolutely terrified me when i was a kid because of the banshee and the uh hearse sequence at the end which are horribly like grisly and ghastly to watch today but it was disturbing at the time that sounds back in 1842 when i was a young lad (laughs) when he was a young lad back before the americans co-opted Samhain Mm -hmm. when you could still go and participate when i was a young warthog when he was a (laughs) (laughs) um I thought Michael was going to catch this one because he was sniffing around. But um, Ouija boards, according to my research, really aren't related back to um, druids. That is more closely connected to um, the Chinese is where a lot of that history comes from. Yeah, get woke, Michael. Really? According to what I read. Huh. It is interesting, though. It is interesting. Fascinating, even. <laughs> I'm sure Shane could tell us more, though, because it sounds like you actually watched something about the history of Ouija boards. Yes, I did. That's a lot of... Yeah, talking boards is a European thing, typically. thought it was the French. Oh. I was going to include tarot as a lie as well, Um, but if you know even a little bit about tarot history, um, that's very much like a U.S. thing. Like, we came up with that nonsense. It is my favorite smoothie to get from, you know, recommended donut places. (laughs) (laughs) And then my last lie, um, I told you that the number one holiday for candy was Valentine's Day. That's not true. Is it Halloween? It's Thanksgiving. It's it's Easter. And peeps are the number one um, for revenue as far as candy is concerned, which I found really upsetting because I think peeps are gross. I do, too. Yeah, I mean, you, they're they're a gimmick, but... If you like peeps, you can take a flying fuck right now. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you that off the top. Why bother putting all the effort? You want peeps, just eat some marshmallows. Yeah, for real, though. Or a snowball, for God's sakes. Ooh. Have or you had eight-ball. the chocolate stuffed marshmallows yet? No, what? is it good? They're great for easy s'mores. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh. Work smarter, not harder. Exactly. You can dig it. Well, and no, I did not almost catch our toaster oven on fire with them. Did not. No. Do that. Not with that attitude. 
How would they know? How are they going to know? John was like, it smells like it's burning in here. And I had like hid the graham crackers that were burning. I was like, what are you talking about? I don't smell that. Because he was like a little high. So I just, yeah. He was like, oh, I must be like making things up. Like, yeah, you gave him like a a psychotic break because you just told him that he was imagining. Well, I was like, like, are you having a stroke? Wait, did you gaslight him? Yeah, I did. Absolutely. I girl bossed him. I gatekeeped him. (laughs) Dang, you girl bossed him? Oof. Oof. Can't recover from that. That's true love. T.I. <laughs> Copyright. Gaslighting by proxy. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Gaslighting by gaslight. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, I'd read that book. Do it. You can read? You're still here? Why'd you point that out? Uh. Well, that was fun, Courtney. Is so small. How are the kids going to fit inside? <laughs> They're going to learn how to read. It's yes, a, delightful. Super interesting. There's so much more. Like, that could have been, like, four parts, but... Meh. <laughs> but go read. Go, le- go, okay, first... To Michael, read come anything. Over, Just go fucking teach read. Teach Michael how to read. And then help him Hook learn more comics. about the history. <laughs> Did not work for me. Money back guarantee. <laughs> oh, this is how I know I'm delirious. I'm laughing at Michael's jokes. <laughs> Got him. All right. Well, thanks for being here on a supremely mellow installment of the Disinformed Podcast. It has been a mellow day. That is for sure. If you enjoy what happens here, you're the one. Um, and you should mark the occasion by liking and subscribing, perhaps rating and reviewing, because we'd love to hear from youing. And uh, we we hope that you're you're tuned in. Got new episodes winging your way every lovely Monday morning. Of course, there's occasionally nonsense happening over at the Tubes of You. And if you want to, you can be the person to resurrect our social networks. There's a link in the show notes below. I dare you to find one. And how. Challenge accepted. Bam. And so, for the Disinformed Podcast this week, I am Shane. I'm John. I'm Michael. I'm Courtney. And zippity zoop, we're out of here. <laughs>